What's up, everyone? And welcome to, guess what? Another edition of Hot Shakes and Hand Dogs. Uh, the guy over here is Sean Taggart. I'm Mr. Warren Hayes. And we are talking about professional wrestling, but none of this, none of this. Look, if you're coming for some Sasha Banks takes, uh, wrong, right place, wrong, wrong time, <laughs> wrong day, <laughs> I'll be before another okay no we're talking about independent wrestling here you know, unless unless we get the news that sasha banks is hitting up gcw or uh working in h2o deathmatch or imagine could, honestly though wouldn't that be awesome why not it would be or going in the chains and uh no holds barred and over in icw land blood that sport would be, that would be interesting to see her there in blood sport Get her into blood sport. Have her face. Uh, I don't know. Masha. Masha. Yeah, Masha feels like the easy pick. Sure. Have okay. Her... So, Biff. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. I, what, Give us what, Biff. Sasha and Biff in a blood sport match, or with Thatcher. Put her with. Put her in with Timothy Thatcher. Let's see what happens. Maybe another snooze fest. Maybe maybe Thatcher gets beaten again by a woman. Like he did against <laughs> but look, you know, but this is, we're not at least on my end, Sean. I'm not disparaging. I'm not saying this because I disparage the work of Sasha Sasha Sasha, Sasha Banks. I okay. consider her to be the best wrestler out of the four horsewomen of uh, WWE. I think oh, she's very no good. Doubt she's one of the best. So, you know, and I think group. she's just you know criminally overproduced in WWE to preventing her from shining like she should i i believe um uh, but uh no it it, it would be thursday yes yeah we're gonna save it for thursday but it's as far as the indies go you know it would be interesting let's see before she interesting before she goes hollywood you know yeah before she goes hollywood or she goes over to AEW to reunite with her friend dean ambrose do you think that's do you think that's the do do you think that's the path well, we, we'll, no. we'll stop with the Sasha Banks talk and we'll get into indie stuff. But do you think that's the path? I don't. I think this is a path to Hollywood at this point. Like, what else could she do in wrestling? She could go over to AEW and, you know, be thrown to the top of the card rather quickly. But been there, done that kind of thing. Yeah. Maybe she just, look, look, she's an asset. She's uh she she's she's bigger than she's bigger than wrestling so at this anyway. point yeah yeah we'll we'll talk uh, we'll talk about her uh, i'll talk about her on thursday but it was just, it's just interesting to think just an interesting you know couple weeks me and you were talking about you know wrestling lives on this juicy juicy shit that we've been seeing and oh god kota Ibushi and now naomi and sasha have been giving us the hits and and one could argue MJF to a certain degree, albeit he you know he hasn't been as vocal or you know hasn't been as dramatic, right? That's the thing right. is that you know Kota Ibushi he's out on Twitter shooting live rounds. Uh, Sasha Banks she she decides to hit the brick, she splits and she gets buried by her own company, you know, kind of thing. MJF is a, you know it's oh we've heard reports not as if MJ because okay he talked about it on TV but it's MJF he could be working you know and then like that doesn't matter it doesn't right. mean anything. Wrestling is great when all. it's unpredictable like this man it really is. It's it's been a fun couple of weeks. It really but we is. had a fun weekend 
as well. But we do have some news to report. Yeah, um, let's talk about the news first. Yeah, I'm going to start off with some interesting uh, Tournament of Survival announcement. Tournament of Survival is the kickoff, really, to a true deathmatch uh, tournament season uh, produced by GCW. Uh, it will be happening from the showboat in Atlantic City June 4th. Cole Radrick versus Drew Parker, who's making his way over from Japan and making his way to the States actually this coming weekend uh, for the first time this year, which is uh, exciting. He was the BJW uh, Deathmatch Heavyweight Champion until this past Friday after he defended his belt. Um, He vacated it um, just due to some weird political uh, power structures over in Big Japan. The fact that he's not going to be sticking around with Big Japan. um, More of a freelancer. Well, I mean... um, Going forward. Like, Japanese are very... you know, there's always exceptions, right? John Moxley mm-hmm. will will be at the forefront of these exp- of these exceptions, but you know, Japanese promotions are generally very traditionalist when it comes to their titles. If you can't show up to defend it, you're going to be stripped, kind of thing. There's always exceptions, you know. Yeah. You know, the, the, you know, it happened in Noah recently, so you know, it's not necessarily surprising. No, I mean, Big Japan was also dealing with a lot of. Almost similar stuff as Noah, not as severe because I know there's some major shit with Noah. But big brain, intelligent a, people promotion pro wrestling Noah. Yeah. Um, so I mean, with uh, Big Japan, they're all about their old guard, and we'll yes. do whatever it takes. Uh, well, to sounds keep familiar. That old guard happy. Yeah, super familiar. Um, so he gets his. First so that was the first bracket. Against... That's the first bracket that uh, that's been announced. That's the first, the first match. match that's been announced for the first round. Cole Radrick's been having a renaissance, uh, so to speak, in the deathmatch scene for GCW. Pretty much giving him life on the main GCW roster, as we've seen yeah. him really take over JCW with his lengthy matches against. Uh, and if Anakin's listening, Matt Makowski. Uh, throughout different, you know, aspects of it all. But <laughs> it's good to see Cole getting this shot. This is a big opportunity for him. But let's not expect uh, him to really run away with this. This is the field. This field is anyone's game. This is the first time that this field has been as big as ambitious as it's had in quite some time. Uh, your big hitters, Cologne, um, Murdoch aren't in the tournament. They're, mm-hmm. They took themselves out to focus on Cage's survival on the day after. Your only really true big hitter is uh, Toru Segura from Freedoms and Matt Tremont. Um, Rina Yamashita is making her I was the f- say. only f- the first female to participate both in the Nick Gage Invitational and TOS. So it's a big deal for uh, female wrestlers. Also, speaking of female wrestling, we are finally getting... A singles match between two top female wrestlers in the world. Warren, I think PWG made everyone's day yesterday with this. Hell yeah! You kidding me? They're giving us, they're giving us uh, Yuka Sakazaki, delightful, wonderful human being and excellent pro wrestler, alongside equally wonderful human being, but on a you know different level, a different type of of, of great human being and exceptional pro wrestler Masha Slamovich um Lucha yeah. blog over on Twitter was was tweeting out there's not there's gonna be Sasha Banks connections throughout the evening I'm telling you but he 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 tweeted out you know Sasha heard that PWG was booking women so she she hit the bricks um <laughs> I, 
exciting stuff, man. And I mean, look, if you're going to go, if you're going to go down this this lane here with PWG finally coming back around to booking to booking woman, you're going to take advantage of the star power of Yuka Sakazaki, who is uh, who's a made woman as far as mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know the not maybe not amongst the those filthy casuals, but uh, among among wrestling fans, I think she's absolutely made. And Masha Slamovich, who is undeniably one of the hardest working wrestlers out there today. I would say she, I would sh- I would say she is in the top five of indie wrestlers, male, female, in between. Uh, she is top five on the independent circuit right now. She is outstanding. Say for me, she, personally, she's number one. Oh, really? You wouldn't uh, take like uh, a Blake Christian on top of that, or a, no? No, look at the consistency. Jordan Oliver. That hurt. That hurt. I bet. <laughs> that hurt. But no, you're right. Her match consistency is absurdly good. She's getting yeah. she's getting wild, violent, brutal matches out of everyone. It, it's extremely exciting. She's very good. She is very good. Um, and I mean, th- this is. These are the first two women booked in PWG since Candice LeRae, who primarily, you know, was in that tag team with, the, you know, with the other actually, guy, you know, with penis she, dude, with penis dude. Uh, she actually won the uh, PWG tag team titles all by herself. We all know that. Uh, that's big, where she uh, consecrated uh, her legend. That's where she, that, that's where that, that's where she consecrated the legend of Candice LeRae right there. Yes, and that happened right there. So, you know, but this is the first, I believe the first uh, singles match between two women. I would have to check that, but I do believe this is their first full-fledged women's match. I'm not sure because I'm pretty sure Lufisto has been there too, and I'm sure she's, I'm pretty sure Candice, look, I'm, uh, I'm pretty sure Candice has wrestled women, but uh, um, um, uh, Daphne, that would be my guess. I think she wrestled Daphne. In PWG, you might be right. But I'll, while while you're checking, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll uh, the um, I'm 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 willing to bet at this point that Masha is going to get Super Dragon before Biff does. <laughs> the way the things the are match. going right now, Super, Super Dragon should come out and say, I'm, I'm having a match with uh, ne- next month. I'm having a match against you, Masha. And then Biff just storms the ring, you know, just like just and just beats everyone up. I think it'd be a blast. I think it'd be a blast. I would love it, actually. I think we're going down that route. <laughs> okay, Biff- so she, uh, 2011, Candice defeated Portia Perez. So she did have Christina Von Erie really? in 2009. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. She did face Daphne in 2008. See, okay, so, that, uh, I was yeah, pretty so, sure about that. So th- this is another women's match in PWG, which is great. Um, you know, focus on them a little bit more. I think Excalibur had a lot to do with the uh, Yuka Sakazaki uh, sure. you know, connection announcement because the connection with T- uh, JPW and AEW. Um, Masha is just the probably the best to get out some of that frustration that Yuka may have. Uh, depending on what's going on with TJPW, we know she has a uh, a very uh, aggressive side to her. So it'll be sure. good to see these two face off against one another. I'm the, excited. Uh, 
I'm excited too. Uh, Sasha and Masha trained in Japan as well. She wrestled in yeah. Japan. So all of this is going to be familiar. It's going to be extremely hard hitting. Did you know that when I interviewed Yuka Sakazaki, she told me that the animal that she would most want to wrestle is a Komodo dragon? Really? That's mm-hmm. a that's a good choice, actually. <laughs> What's so uh, shocked? Masha wrestled a bear. So. Yeah, yeah. So hey, there you go. Maybe we can get that uh, that match. Yeah, you know, no, no, no. Um, some head scratching news over in uh, England as they try to rebuild their whole indie scene. Uh, Progress Wrestling stripped Jonathan Gresham of his title after he uh, lost by disqualification to Gene Money. After the Lycos Gym came out and helped uh, Gresham and interfered on his behalf by attacking Gene Money. Um, This was also not only for the Progress title, but this was for a spot in their Super Sweet 16 tournament, which goes on uh, the first weekend in June, or the second one of the two weekends, the beginning weekends in June. Um, Quickly after that, Gene beat uh, Kid Lycos 2 to qualify for the tournament. Um, based on rules and regulations that they have here in progress, if you're a champion and you are disqualified, you get stripped of the title. Uh, I feel there's going to be a little bit more responsibility with uh, Ring of Honor slowly but surely restarting, plus also uh, Tony Khan wanting to use, hopefully, Gresham a little bit more on AEW programming, that his trips to England will be few and far between. Um, I expect the progress title to be the uh, end result of Super Sweet 16, uh, that tournament. Um, it's a pretty interesting field so far. Uh, I think we'll cover it when it comes out on Demand Progress. I'll, I'll watch it. It's Progress has actually been pretty decent since their new ownership came in beginning of this year. Head scratcher, yeah, sure, for the Gresham thing, but I feel there was a lot of politics at play for this. And I hope this means that Tony Khan's going to be using Gresham more. Um, but yeah, I'm equally excited as progress seems to be gearing themselves back in the right direction. Well, I mean, it, it would make perfect sense for Tony to sort of tell him, hey, buddy, we need to dial back these overseas trips uh, a little bit because I'm going to need you a little, a little more accessible than, you know, Oh, whoops, I'm gone overseas for nine days, you know, kind of thing or whatever. Um, and, you know, and 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 he and Baron Black, I guess, are running another Terminus show, right? So, yeah, they actually have it seems like to go off the old British round style of wrestling. Right? Um, this happening this Sunday on uh, fight It is called and I actually have it purchased because I'm interested in this. Um yeah, it's it's not a it's not a terminus show per se. It's not. Uh, no, it's that's not. not it how they... It's called Modern Age Grappling. It's backed by the people who do terminus uh, battle, um, battle slam or whatever they call their sh- hmm. uh, like hip hop infused show. They're doing a second show of that in the next month or so. But yeah, Modern Age Grappling. Um, they're describing it as a professional wrestling presented with enforced pro wrestling rules. Um, with strong emphasis on different uh, wrestling styles around the world. Um, so there is going to be... Uh, matches will be broken up into six rounds of five-minute segments with a 30-second break um, in between. It looks like Invictus Nash, Josh Woods, Baron Black, 
uh, Gresham, Brian Johnson, Rhett Titus, and Adam Priest are all on the graphic announced for this show. Um, I'm sure more to come. Lenny uh, Leonard and Cole Cabana will be doing commentary on this show. Solid. So honestly, a lot of good stuff coming uh, out of this and a, a different spin on what Jonathan Gresham thinks of professional wrestling. I know he enjoys that world of sport, that British round style. Um, it will be interesting to see how that crowd plays off into it. I think Colt Cabana is the next guy who's going to not renew his contract. I think it's I I could see that. He restarted his podcast, you know. Mm-hmm. There's there I there's signs. He's he's dropping signs. He's, you know, going to do commentary. I I I he's think he's commentary. Yeah. He's doing uh, you know, improv shows on the day of Dynamite Rampage tapings. So, yeah, the writing's on the wall. Sad, but, but, but Sean, but Sean, Sean, let's be honest. The minute the they brought in CM Punk, w- this was inevitable, right? Yeah, I, 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 I think you'd have to be living in a fairy tale world <laughs> where you right. were like, oh, let's have a reconciliation of Phil and Colt. Like, no, it's yeah, Jesus. it's not just a like, of- hey, you slept with my girlfriend, you son of a bitch. It's not it's nothing like that, you know? No, it's it's a little bit bigger. Like, hey, you're trying to sue me for X amount of money that I don't really have, but okay, do whatever you think is right. It it's a it's a tough thing on both sides. Um, I think uh, it's interest. It's upsetting to see a good relationship, a good friendship sure, that these two had fall apart. I, I did find it funny that a lot of AEW fans thought that Tony Khan would be the one to mend this relationship. The relationship, the relationship was dead and buried. I'm sorry. It's like there's look, no way. It's like when I see people saying, when, the, when you know when 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 we talk, there was a lot of Eddie Kingston talk over the past couple of days because he had a fantastic show, a, a fantastic match at the uh, New Japan show this weekend against Tomohiro Ishii, and um, and you know people talking about how you know what you know. How you know Eddie Kingston had to overcome everything, so on and so forth, you know, and you know, and I sort of bring up the point saying, well, you know, technically AEW was his last chance because you know, as much as I love Eddie Kingston, don't get me wrong, huge Kingston fan, um, I, 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 you know, I, I still, I still think he's the modern day Dusty Rhodes for a bunch of reasons. Uh, he, he was his wor- his own worst enemy, right? And he's acknowledged this. In multiple ways. He's burned bridges. He's been kicked out of promotions. There's tons of people who do want to work with the guy, right? Um, so, you know, then I see, oh, AEW was probably the perfect place for him to, you know, to to grow. And they probably helped him change along. No, he did the work before. And this was his last chance. And he was brought in and was told, look, this is it, man. You know, it's like, we're giving you a shot, but don't fuck it up, Eddie. Eddie, Eddie, any fucking shit up is 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 a thing, you know? Yeah, I will say um, his promo after his match at No Holds Bar two three, the match that he had where he call, did that call out to uh, Zack Saber Jr., uh, Cody, and also um, Nick Aldis for the NWA World's Title. Um, he wanted that uh, shot. Still hasn't gotten it, as we all know. It's stuff. You know, moved on, move forward. Sure, but that 
brought the spotlight into him. And I thought it was funny based on uh, Eddie saying like to, about Cody, um, you think that the, the VPs all like you, they don't. It's like he you know knew something was up. The, he he's played the game. He understands. He knows how know? this goes. Jesus, you know, and and he but he's proven his worth. This is the thing is that mm-hmm. he's proven his worth, and I have no doubt in my mind, especially with the long form interviews that he's put out and that he's chatted about and that he's been very very open with. I'm sure that he is that he has got and is getting the help that he needs. That he's taking better care of himself, so on and so forth. To not go down, because th- this is this is his last chance at the big time. WWE don't do, don't want him, and if he burns the bridge with AEW, he's done. Like he's mm-hmm. he's running indies into the ground, and then there's a whole bunch of people who don't want him because he, he, he's burned those bridges there too. I, I mean, you know, there's a select indies that will still book him. GCW will book him. Oh, probably. He's friends no, with Homicide. AIW, you know. AIW has him coming in this weekend for finally Gauntlet of the Gold 15 against Isaiah Bronner, who's been having, you know, but incredible it's a, matches. To f- it's a Davey Richards kind of situation, right? Because where Davey Richards just, like, cut off everything, burned bridges and, you know, swindled people out of money and, you know, did all of that, all that bullshit. Now he's on his redemption run. He's like, okay, well, I'm going to fix things you know he, he also knows that this is it for him too he, he also knows a big time um and so far the, the it's been a year into it and he's been we haven't heard great. anything he we haven't, haven't heard, heard anything terribly and you know he's giving seminars he runs his own school now with team ambition over in st louis he's doing all these like giving back to the guys that and all that stuff so it's interesting to see that um also announced today uh, for Defy on June 4th, it's uh, Eddie versus Ethan HD. So that should be a oh, great cool. match uh, coming up out of Defy. Good for Ethan um, HD but, to get that kind of match. Good for him. Mm-hmm. Good. But I would uh, be remiss if we didn't end on it. On a very much a black eye in the world of fans in professional wrestling. Oh, yeah. Uh, Warren, I know you followed this a little bit more than I have. If you want to take a... But, yeah, we, uh, we started seeing video uh, of this a couple of days ago on May 14th on Saturday, coming out of the third anniversary show from Intense Wrestling Entertainment uh, in, in Augusta, Georgia. A fan uh, got physical with independent wrestler Joe Black. Um, uh, we'll, uh, uh, I'll read the summary here from the article uh, over at SES Scoops. Uh, Black, who was defending his IWE championship against Anthony Henry, appears to flip off a hat from a fan's head who is sitting behind the barricade. The fan then gets up and headbutts Black, to which Black responds with multiple punches to the fan's head and back. Referees and security try to break up the fight as attendees yell to throw the fan out of the building. This was, of course, all gleaned off of the fan video that was put out there. I saw uh, Cassidy Haynes tweeted out. Uh, first, um, yeah, so on the same day that this happened, the IWE Twitter account uh, sent out the following, quote, an unfortunate event happened at the show tonight, which will be addressed by IWE personnel. We want to thank everyone for coming out tonight and apologize for any inconvenience that may have occurred. Uh, then uh, the next tweet on the matter would go to Monday, so yesterday, 
quote again from IWE Pro. We are diligently working to put protocols in place to stop anything from happening in the future. We will strive to bring the best entertainment with a safe environment. If you have any questions, don't hesitate to contact contact us here via direct message. See you July 9th, which is, of course is their next show. And it's been radio silence since then. Uh, before we actually get into the, well, no, let's, yeah, let's actually talk about the thing. Um, you know, you and I talked about it a little behind the scenes. You know, here's the thing. And, you know, without a, a second more, this is what this this is the the absolute only take you can have. Don't touch talent. Just don't touch them. You don't get into it with with, with talent because they are one hundred percent okay with beating the shit out of you. And I'm okay with them doing that as well because um, there's a lot of people who get worked up. Not that they don't think it's not a work that that it's that that it's real. That's not the question. It's just you know. Big dudes and testosterone and just, you know, egos, so on and so forth. Situations get volatile very quickly. Um, and, uh, you know, if, if there's a reason why, you know, coming up in the, uh, you know, in the 80s and the 90s, when fans would jump barricades or would try to pull shit on wrestlers, the wrestler, everyone would get on the fan. Like everyone would just beat the hell out of them because they needed to set this precedent, right? If you see a guy getting his head stomped in by fucking Mike Kyoto while Triple H holds him down, well, you're not gonna do it. You know, you're gonna you're gonna look at them. You're gonna be like, oh shit, ah, that might not be a that might not be a good idea. You know, to do kind of thing, right? Uh, probably I'll probably not do that. Hold which on. which is so. I'm I'm 100% okay with uh, with Black then turning around and I'm like, oh, okay, you want to go? Let's go. Because he has to establish the fact that you're in my house. This is a show. You're crossing a line. Because the it's just a barricade that's separating people. Anyone can jump in and do any kinds of shit. The guy could have a weapon. You know what I mean? You could have a knife. Uh, 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 a, a fountain pen. You can do a lot of damage with a fountain pen. I've watched James Bond. But, the, the, but what fascinated me here in this situation, Sean, and what I, we both agreed on is that no one else from the locker room came after the guy. No person, no personnel, no one from the locker room. Just the refs. Um, uh, the refs, refs and security. The refs, though, the refs broke it up. They pushed, you know, Black towards the ring a little bit more. I mean, this was Black being a heel. He's a heel in this company. He's going around and knocking hats off of uh, people, you know, that are like, yelling at him, getting in his face. So he knocks a hat off. A seamless play that I've seen happen on countless indie shows with heels um, happened to me with Charles Mason. And I was like, oh, man, my hat. Like, th that's all. Like, I, not once that I want to get in his face and, like, want ready to go because I know better. Like, p you have to realize that they're playing a character and their character is to be a dick. And if you can't handle that, don't be at a show or, better yet, don't be in the front row. You know, listen, I kind of think there was a little more to this than hat flipping. Oh, but I'm this sure. Is this is this is just a gut feeling. 
But, you know, everyone, you know, there's, you know, there was a few, there were a few tweets out there and everyone putting over how good a guy Joel Black is, right? So, so, you know, no one's saying, oh, I'm not surprised. It's like, man, you know, this guy, this guy pushed his buttons or whatever. It's like, you know, Joel Black is such a good guy backstage. I don't know, man. It it doesn't feel it. It feels like there's a a, a little undercurrent, but I'm not gonna go there because I have nothing to, to to back it up. Um, but you know, it. I'll tell you one thing. It took a lot of guts I found from that guy to say, "Hey, I can take Joe Black." Just deliver a headbutt, not even Jesus. a punch, a headbutt. A headbutt. Like he, just, he thought the best thing to do in this situation would just headbutt him. Which you I, know. Cool man, like congratulations. Insane. Now you're probably concussed. But like, <laughs> if, if the headbutt didn't do it, the punches to the head probably did it, or the you know something. It was just an unfortunate series of yeah. events that took place at a show that you know seemingly was going smooth up until that point. Um, now I I, I, I would I like do... to see Go ahead. from IWE their plan shared publicly well. to you know make sure that fans are safe at the event, make sure their performers are safe at events going forward. Um, this shouldn't be something that, you know, has no follow-up on it um, after the tweet from Monday. And like you said, it's been radio silence since then. But I do hope to hear some more um, from IWE in the near future about what they're going to do to prevent this. Like, I can understand that, you know, it requires, you know, consultations. And, you know, this. I don't think, like, a hasty response... Like two days later, okay, this is what we're gonna do. Is necessarily the way to go either. I think you need to to think about a whole bunch of things, you know. But I would I would but, take some time consult people who you know handle situations like this. This isn't something that you should really act on your own. If you've never, this is your first situation. You're not a pro at this. Talk to people who manage and handle crowds. You know, maybe this is something that you hire exactly. a security team for a little bit more. Put that money into security instead of. I don't know, a meet and greet with uh, Scotty Tuhati. Some I'm just. <laughs> yeah, no, no, sorry, I understand your point. Uh, yeah, because I'm pretty sure they'd be like, "No, we're gonna make money with a Scotty Tuhati meet and greet." Because oh, of course they you, would. You make you 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 make money with a Scotty Tuhati meet, meet and greet. What are you talking about? The, you know the Jordan up. Oliver meet and greet or something. You could... I can't. I can't in good faith rag on him anymore. I really can't. No, I know. This, I really this is can't. hard for you. It's it breaks my heart. I, I really have to find. I really have to find someone else. Let's talk about wrestling. Yeah, let's say. get into it. Let's uh, talk about the first show this uh, weekend on uh, Thursday. It yeah. was Enjoy Wrestling Renegade episode two. Mm-hmm. Two of uh, three. Two of three. Um, so uh, this was a very good, fun, short, digestible 52 minutes or 53. Who cares? It was digestible. Perfect. Uh, featured two matches. Uh, it was the production and the Rip City Shooters taking on Billy Dixon, Mikey Montgomery, and MSP. I thought this uh, opener was a great way to uh, get everyone into the show. I love Purple Rain. I love that song, and it just set a whole vibe and a whole mood in Mr. Small's theater. You saw the lights turn purple. You, everyone was singing along. The referee, the ring announcer, you know, um, Bill Dixon MSP, arrives. Mikey Montgomery, you know, yeah. Um, he just he stole that moment. Um, it was a very good back and forth. Uh, 
everyone, you know, were able to hit their big moves and they have their spots yeah. in this match. And like I said, it kept me uh, entertained throughout. Yeah. throughout. I agree. Uh, you know, it's one of these, you know, multi-man matches where everyone just gets their spots in and it's, you know, it's fine for what it, you know, for what it is, it's fine. Uh, we we got to mention, though, how good Ziggy Hayam is becoming. She's she's she, getting, her, you know, she has, you know what? She has the swagger. She has the confidence. Weren't we talking about this a few episodes ago when we were talking, we were talking about, about this a few episodes? Yeah. You know, she talking about her, the, the, the importance know, of having that in ring yes. confidence, you know? Yeah, your in-ring confidence, the the you know ability to you know you may not have it you know proficiently sound in the ring, but if you can sell yourself as being uh, you know your shit don't stink type thing, people will believe you as being a credible performer and entertainer, and that's really what you're trying to do in the wrestling ring, at least in my uh, eyes when I'm sure. watching. I want somebody to you know small things as like. Screaming, yelling to the fans, or like doing small things while you're gripping on a headlock or something like that. He does that very well, and I feel like with the help of uh, Derek Dillinger, her tag team partner in the production, and even time when Dan Housen was in for the production for AIW, you had people there that could help build her up and build her confidence up and becoming a well-rounded performer. Her in-ring has gotten better too. Um, Let's not forget that she's improved greatly in that aspect as well. Um, very happy to see her um, shine here. I, I feel like throughout the seasons of Enjoy Wrestling that they've put on, you've seen bits and pieces of her growth as a performer. Sure. Um, also with the hair versus mask match last season between her and uh, Edith Surreal. I thought that was the match of the season, in my opinion. Just incredible um, stuff. Yep. No, really I agree. Really good stuff. And a lot, and a lot of it, ha I, I think, like you, you put there, you know, in, in regards to our personality and so on, you know, it doesn't. Uh, it's not always the the work rate people who get over in wrestling, right? Not no. always. And uh, I'm not saying that that Ziggy's a bad worker. Don't get me wrong, but she has. I think she has a leg up, uh, just by how sound she is in her character work. So there we go. And then we got. Edith Surreal defeating Zicky Dice, uh, which was um, which which was fine, really. Uh, and I thought Edith was able to showcase herself uh, as well here, turning into a proficient submission wrestler. Right, she's trying out new things. Um, did a lot of did a lot of uh, uh, of um, leg locks and, uh, and 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 the like. Um, which I thought was really interesting, you know, and she was trying stuff out and I was like, man, put her, give her, uh, give her some time with, uh, with Zack Sabre Jr. at some point. I feel like, you know, just, just how she was trying to apply certain moves differently. I was like, oh, there's something there. There's, she really could be like a, uh, a U.S. independent style Zack Sabre Jr., you know, of course. If she leans into it as much as he does, that's a whole other story. Because Zach is, you know, lives, breathes, and 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 dreams of, you know, this re this world of sport, modern era thing that he's pioneering essentially. So, you know, I I I, I thought this was fine. I mean, it just really shows the continued uh, upward trend for Edith as a character and also as a wrestler. 
which is always a highlight to any type of show that you see her perform on. Um, she's another one that over the course of the past 12 months has every time I've seen her, there's just something a little bit different in what she does and how she, you know, carries herself in the ring and outside the ring, you know, um, just the way she locks on the holds. I want to see her against somebody like a Kevin Blackwood. I want to see her against mm. somebody like a Davy Richards, you know, somebody who yeah. really focuses on the grapple style of uh, professional wrestling. But Thatcher! Also... <laughs> get her in there with Thatcher! Let her get catch as catch can be, brother! <laughs> Sean hates me now. <laughs> I'm frozen. <laughs> it's just completely shut down. Uh, yeah. But a good show. A, a good show. Good There's show. Uh, Enjoy Wrestling is on its own level. It, it absolutely mm-hmm. 100%. sound, in-ring, everything just, is top-notch. And uh, we'll talk about next week's show near the end. Mm-hmm. But it's the finale of uh, Season 3. But before we get to that, May 13 now, Friday the 13th, mm-hmm. we had... The C4 show, Friday the 13th, was what I wasn't able to go to. But we promised, we said to ourselves, we're going to watch it and we're going to cover it next week, despite the fact that it's on delay. I heard a lot of good things about the Jeff Cobb-Junior Benito match. I'm really excited to see that because I have become a Junior Benito fan. Uh, But let's bring it back around to the other show that we had on May 13th and that was actually streaming. West Coast Pro, ill-mannered. West Coast Pro, one of the best indies out there their monthly shows are all must see and it started off with carl fredericks and the reno scum defeating the conglomerate alpha zoe d rogan midas creed um uh, well but we don't have necessarily to break down the card right but you know um you know it was was nice to see fredericks and reno scum uh team together after reno trained carl before he went to the jojo Okay, so this is the part that was missing for me. I'm glad mm-hmm. you. So, uh, so who trained Thornstow? Trained him? You said both of them. Both of them. Okay, because that was like yeah. So nobody, he's a dojo guy. What are they talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he, you know, he got uh, retrained in the dojo. Interesting. From ground up, but he was the, the their initial trainers for him. Shibata was um, like, yeah, was- forget everything. Whomp. Yeah. Forget everything. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it was great to see them team up together. It's been a while. And I love the conglomerate. I think they're a really fun team. They're this a fun was act. a very fun opener. The finish of that, you know, double stomp, it just looked brutal. I thought that, oof, that double stomp was like, ugh. When yeah, that no, happened. it was good stuff. Um. I was really into the Billy Starks, uh, Dark Sheik, and Shaza McKenzie match. Shaza was added last minute. It was originally going to be Dark Sheik and Billy. And yeah. Billy just continues to perform at another level. I was disappointed that it, that they made oh. it a three-way. I know. That was too... Well, oh, no. Are you there? <laughs> yes. Hi. I was, disapp- I was disappointed that, uh, that they made it into a... Um, into a three-way match because uh, this right. was Billy's uh, West Coast Pro debut. This is her West Coast uh, debut, I think, too. West Coast period, right? I, I and, yeah, like yeah. And uh, she uh, and she was going against Dark Sheik, you know, one of the one of the cornerstones Pioneers. of of the West, you know. 
And and I was like, and I'm very high on Billy Starks these days. Um, she's well, and, and on top of that, she's a great A student, finishing uh, you know the top, uh, maybe not the top of the class, but at the top of the class, I mean, towards the top, top of the class. Um, Mouse was tweeting out. Did she's, you see that? Uh, did you see that? Yeah, Ma- I did. Mouse was tweeting out like all all of her test results. <laughs> anyway, it was funny. it's it's great that she has the the solid foundation that you know mm-hmm. sets her straight so to speak like doesn't forget that she's still a student like a lot of these kids you know that jump in go head first into whatever they're doing in their her case you know she, i'm sure she wants to go head first in this pro wrestling thing because it's working out for her but she has um a good uh foundation at home she really which does. is important my point here is that uh a match that i was looking for became more of a you know afterthought a bit of a showcase of mm-hmm. All, like, you know, Billy won, but, you know, it was one of these three ways where you know, it, it it's not a, it, not one of these chaotic, none of these chaotic three ways where, you know, there's all sorts of stuff happening at once was like, now it's these two. Now the, the third person comes mm-hmm. in, kicks another person out, then there's these two. Yeah. And, you know, I, I saw the motions. I saw everything. I was like, all right, it, it, it was fine. Don't get me wrong. I'm not like, but maybe I was, I'm just a little deflated because I was really looking forward to Dark Sheik and, and Billy Stark. That's fair. Um, <laughs> another match that I do want to talk about, um, and I, I want to save the Will and Titus match for last just because Good I point. feel like that was uh, the match of the night here. A couple matches, actually. Uh, Vinny Massaro and Biff Music. like I told you off air, I watched this a second time today. I watched it on late saturday um you know i enjoyed it but watching it again for the second time made me enjoy it a little bit more these two just beat the ever-loving fuck out of each other they really and i did. loved it I, I really did um you know uh biff has been he, he's becoming a you know undeniable on the indie scene at this point if you just want to bring someone in who's gonna fuck shit up he's your guy you know and yeah. not like yeah and he'll do the doors you know he'll 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 Bring out the doors. He'll bring out the chairs. He's not afraid of that, you know. And or he'll just straight up, you know, beat the hell out Love of you, which yeah. was kind of what happened with with Vinny and was fantastic. And I think it fits into you know Vinny's style once again. My opinion, the most underrated wrestler on the Indies doesn't get appreciated enough. Twenty year vet a, man. Can you yeah, believe that? Isn't appreciated enough. Isn't really traveling around as much as I think he should. But that also may be a, a decision for him. But I do feel like he would like he could be everywhere and should be everywhere. Um, another guy that I think that should be everywhere is Levi Shapiro. Uh, I thought him and oh. Jake had a, a fantastic match between the two. Good brawl. You know what brawl? A good old pro wrestling brawl is what they had. Just fantastic stuff. And, you know, of course, we, you know, everyone always talks about J.D. Drake and with reason. And that's fine because he he's he's extremely good. But Levi, man, Levi, Levi's a reason to watch West Coast Pro. He's a reason why Vinny's a reason why, like you have, you know, and then you also have the young up and comers in Titus. Um, and then you get some of the bigger stars that come through here. Like next month, uh, Filthy Tom Lawler is going to face AJ Gray. Uh, we got Hoodfoot Mo Atlas taking on Vinny Massaro. And then I believe uh, Jacob Fatu is defending his title against 
one of the rascals, the uh, only one that matters. Oh, um, I want to say Chris Bay, but it's not Chris Bay. No, um, um, former I, X, or yeah, former X Division champion. I know exactly who you're talking about. Why yeah, are we? We're anyway. both drawing a blank. Look at us go. Let's talk about pro wrestling. <laughs> yeah. So, but I don't know about you. I don't know what you thought of the Thatcher Blackwood match, but <laughs> this 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 was a Thatcher match that didn't hit for me. <laughs> oh really? And okay. I, okay, because I for me it was the opposite. Because we it's Trey Miguel, by the way, we were thinking of. Okay. Um. Okay. Uh, I, look, I I would say. Because I, I agree with you that Thatcher is a hit and miss kind of thing. Because if he get if he goes too much into <laughs> I'm doing all this stuff that no one else does, it gets a little tedious. But I thought this is here's what I thought what was interesting about the match is that Kevin Blackwood sort of tried to play the game, saw that he was being outclassed, and he was like, "No, I'm going to move on to other stuff." Right? Because then mm-hmm. he was like, "I'm going to do drop kicks." I'm going to I'm going to start try throwing him around, but he couldn't. He couldn't because uh he couldn't because look, at some at some point in the story it becomes a question of momentum, of being uh you know, losing your confidence in what you're doing or gaining a lot of confidence because Thatcher was just all over the place. Uh mm-hmm. he, from top to bottom. And the hope spots were just as easily shut down by Thatcher. I actually thought it had a lot of good drama. Especially for a threat for a Thatcher match, I thought it was. I I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a lot of fun. Yeah, you would. No, but I'm with you. No, but here's the thing. <laughs> no, I I understand. I'm like, not saying this to just to be contrarian to you. Look, I took all these oh, notes. No. Look, see this. Uh, you can usually tell how much I like the match by the amount of notes I took. That's a lot of notes. So you took a lot. You I took, took a lot. lot. Okay. Um. I mean, you know, tets- look, Tetsuya Naito versus uh, 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 um, uh, Kazuchika Okada, not the last match, but two mo- two months ago, I have like two and a half pages of notes, you know, that's, but, you know, that's a whole other thing. But this was a lot, you know, this is a lot of notes, nonetheless. I thought that, I really thought it was a lot of fun. I thought it was good. That's fair. I, I mean, like, to each their own, everyone... Like, with me, Thatcher has to be more of in the brawling, like, angry broody-type mood for me to really, like, get into his matches rather than him just sitting down and just... It has to be... Right. It which, has to be more yeah. fight pit Tim Thatcher mm-hmm. than... Yeah. Uh, grapple dude Tim Thatcher. <laughs> yeah. Grapple fucker. <laughs> um, but I did want to end this conversation. Well, hang on, hang on. Before we get to that one, because I want to throw yeah. one in, I want to throw one onto the pile here. AJ Gray and Robert Martyr, I thought was really good. And Robert uh, Robert Martyr right now, uh, he is clearly in pay your dues mode. He's really in in a, in 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 this uh, vibe where it's like, put me up against the top guys, let them beat the shit out of me. You know, and I'll take the L, not a problem. Because mm-hmm. that he's in that learning experience mode. He's like, give me anyone and everyone so I can just take it in and learn from it. Cause he and and holy shit. I mean, AJ look, not as if we're we're not surprised that AJ Gray did not hold back, right? This is not like, oh my god, that's fine. That's the um that's the AJ mystique. Um but he was just like he, 
you know, uh, brain busters and, you know, the big flying splash and it took two of his huge lariats. He, he gave Martyr two lariats, two of them, to take him down because uh, Martyr was kicking out of shit. He was just kicking out of stuff and just like, you know, the question was, how do you, t- how Gray was like, how do I take this, uh, this guy down? And then after, that's when he challenged Tom Lawler uh for uh for next month's west coast pro show i i really like this match robert martyrman uh big fan it's gonna the losses are gonna pile up but that win's gonna make him yeah at least in the west coast pro audiences i agree um and maybe even broader i mean also you can't forget for 93 till affinity mike bailey versus kanasuke takashita Uh, oh that's gonna takashita awesome thank you takashita Takashita. Not Takashita. We've been pronouncing it we've been pronouncing it wrong for years. Excalibur's told us how to pronounce it. Takashita. Of course he you know, if if it was anyone, it would be Excalibur. Correct. Because at first it was like years. I was like, wait, this is Takashita. You know? I'm like Yeah. Was it wait? Where where is he getting that? There's no what? Okay. Yeah. So look it's Excalibur a, knows everything, man. It, it, it's a look. If it was Jim Ross saying Takashi, I'd be like, nah, not not quite sure there, Jimbo. But um, much yeah, no, with that Takashi. That's not Takashida. Takashida. I feel I feel embarrassed. Well, we're all embarrassed. Don't it, it, wow. it's it's a collective embarrassment. embarrassment. We've all been calling him Takashida for years. What are you talking we about? Yeah. Uh, but. Let's talk about Will Ospreay and Titus Alexander. Nah. Let's nah. Skip okay. Over so uh, the last show that Warren watched, I think mostly was uh, no. So let's talk about that match. Honestly, Ugh. I didn't know if nerves were going to get the best of Titus Alexander. This is his biggest match to date in his Absolutely. career, mm-hmm. um, and he held his own. He was right there with Will. Um, at parts, I felt he was even leading the way in terms of certain spots that they wanted to hit. And honestly, that just shows how much, you know, trust he can get from somebody of a uh, caliber of Will Ospreay in such a short amount of time. Um, very good, clean match here. Back, Lots of back and forth. A lot of classic offense from Will that you expect to see, you know, sprinkled in with his newer stuff that he does. Um, Will gives it 110% every time he goes. This isn't Will go doing the um, Suzuki run. That, no, uh, no, absolutely yeah, not. not. at all. He, he's still young enough to perform at that level night in and night out. He's gotten better and smarter with his offense as we've seen him grow. Sure. He isn't reliant. And he, as he's gotten bigger, he, can, he realized he can't do some of the high fly stuff that he used to be able to do. And also for, you know, the longevity of his career, he shouldn't do. Um, but this was just a re- really good match, and it surprised me where it was on the card. Honestly, um, I expected this near the bottom of the card, but it was like right there. I think right before intermission. Um, intermission, which yep. I was like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. like ended ended hot, ended on a on on an even hotter angle with the return of Starboy Charlie, who's can't come back from that broken leg that he suffered last October, November. So it's nice to see him back, and they were going to pick it up with the Titus and um, Starboy feud, which is great. Um, Starboy is already announced also for 93 to infinity 
as um, coming back in the ring. But, you know, Titus held his own and then some. I think at some point even surprised Will with how good and how quickly he adapted to certain things that I think some people that have faced Will on this, you know, indie run that he's had in the States can't do. And, you know, Titus is like 18, 19 years old. Titus Titus Alexander is ridiculously good. You know, he's one of these guys. Honestly, if there was no Nick Wayne, I think he would be the Nick Wayne. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, no, I agree with you on that. And the, he is, this was ridiculously good. And it's like you said, you know, there, like there's no reason for Will Ospreay to be working this hard on the no pressure indies like Kenny Omega likes to call him. You know, there's no reason for him to be doing this. But he's doing it and he's going out to giving back, you know, mm-hmm. hitting the indies, going to work with up and comers and just like, all right, let's have let's have ourselves a match. I saw your tape. It's good shit. Let's go, you know? And he he being Titus really leaned into like you you Titus has been studying tape because he knew where to position himself to get to eat the hook kicks. He eats one right on the button at one point. <laughs> like picture perfect, you know? And you're like, okay, well, he knows his positioning. He knows where to place himself to be able to eat that hook kick. He understands this shit. Uh, you know, blocking the os cutters and so on and so forth. He understands all of this. And then, Sean, he hits on our boy Will top three chaos theories of all time. It was just glorious. The roll through, the height on the lift, the angle of the descent, just, and then the bridge. Gorgeous, gorgeous shit. One of the most beautiful wrestling moves I have seen in a while. And he nails it on arguably, like you said, the biggest match of his career. Of course, Osprey's going to win. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But, what a, this was great. I'll tell you, I... Still preferred his match with Blake Christian because I think that was on a whole other level. Sure. But, you know, if you want to talk star ratings, four, four point, four and a quarter, four and a half. I go. Not, not, I wouldn't put it as a match of the year, but Jesus Christ, it, it was good. It's on that. Cu- it's on that cusp for me. Yeah. Like it's on that, you know. Sure. It could be it's, it could be, you know, if rewatching some of the matches as we're getting ready to do our end of the year list and stuff like that. It could, it could, you know, after a rewatch, fall into it. But right now, it's right out, out on the outside looking in. Um, but beautifully done by Titus. This only just rises his stock more. And here's um, the thing. And- here's another. Sorry to interrupt, just because I, I felt you wanted to move on. I just want to put in one last thing here. The um, the promo that he cut after, because he was left in the ring. Osprey left him the ring. Right, which is the gentlemanly thing to do when you win and you want to put another guy over, right? You leave him the ring and you're like, sayonara, you know, I'm done, I won, I'm the big dude. And Titus is like, he starts off with this babyface promo. Everyone's cheering for him because he's a West Coast pro guy, despite the fact that he's a heel, right? And then he turns on them. He turns on them during his promo. Everyone just like starts booing the shit out of him. Boom, Starboy Charlie shows up. What a great fuck. Like, from top to bottom. The match to the end of the segment. Just perfectly done. And then we get Starboy Charlie, who will probably be known as 
uh, Astroman Charles moving forward. Cause... Ooh, I do like that. <laughs> Remember when he had that burn on Sammy and uh, Ty Conti during their whole like beginning stages? Mm-hmm. He, he saw it coming, man. Yeah. He saw it coming. He... He was a he was a he was ahead of the curve on all of us, uh, with all of us on this one. Yeah, love that guy. Glad to see him back healthy again. Um, oh yeah, I feel like with Nick Wayne, with Billy, and even Titus, he's lost some of that momentum that he's had prior to the injury. But I'm hoping that he can you know gain it back pretty quickly because he's not too far off in the distance, but he's distant enough. That yeah, I think. He's got some um, ground to pick back up. Yes. You know, and you can even look, you can even say, uh, you, you know, we're talking about Billy you we're talking about uh, Nick and Titus and you can throw in Jordan Oliver in there as well. The, Jordan Oliver is still my shock of the year that I'm sitting here to saying, putting, putting over his work. Uh, but he's getting better. What am I, what do you want me to say? And putting on entertaining shit. So yeah. start, but I'm, I'm confident because Starboard Charlie is, is just one of these another one of these prodigies out there and just very good at what he does super charismatic i'm i'm not worried for him about i'm not worried for him or about him towards him against him above below not worried not worried so you know nothing something else not so worried about was uncharted territory that happened yesterday Great segue. unfortunately um, I missed most of it, so and I was waiting for the replay to come up on IWTV and uh, didn't. Well, so, look, I, Warren, I, what do you want to talk about? Uh, I want to talk about the Discovery Gauntlet, Merrick Donovan and Zach Mosley. Um, Merrick Donovan is going to he's going to be the guy whose star is going to rise out of the Discovery Gauntlet this time around. This kid is fantastic. Um, I think he has all the tools. I don't know about his. Uh, Sir Knight gimmick thing, but he, he does like at least he doesn't lean into it in a very nerdy, weird way. But he I have, think like that weird like accent or like the he doesn't talk like he's you know knighted or anything. Yeah, exactly, I, yeah. exactly. You know, you'd have like a guy from Georgia, you know, talking with a British accent. You know, that'd be you know that'd be too much. You know, um, but. Uh, you know, but I mean, I, I think it's secondary to the work here because he is phenomenal. He works really, really hard and he's good. He's solid as hell. Um, so this is win number two for him. Uh, plus, he's got that ongoing little spat with uh, Shug D, which I'm convinced, you know, Shug D is not doing by accident here because he does see something in the guy. Um, I, you know, I, I, I don't think this is something that's just dumped on him and is like, all right, put this guy over kind of thing. Um, right. the, the discovery gauntlet has gotten me excited because right now I don't know who's going to defeat the guy. I don't know who's going to beat him. I think he's too strong. He's too, I don't think he's going to win it because it, what, it's like 13 weeks. Yeah. Something like that. The course of the entire season. So it's 13 episodes. Uh, I don't think he's he's going to make it. I think he's going to have... I, I don't think anyone's going to have a better run than him. And he's going to have... It's going to be a star-making uh, run for him, at least on the indies. It's going to raise his stock mm-hmm. tremendously. I'm ex- like I'm excited to follow this guy. Because uh, we were we were sort of doing some back and forth. And I and I, I remember DMing you and saying, Oh, I'm just starting to catch Uncharted. Did I miss the gauntlet? You know? 
because I because yeah. I wanted to see Mary Donovan, uh, fantastic stuff, and Kevin Koo, of course, uh, against our ratty daddy, uh, two great guys. Kevin Koo's one of my favorite wrestlers uh, on the indies right now. The, the boy can do it all. There you go. So uh, I guess really you caught some, but not all either. I was gonna ask um, how you thought of the flow compared to the first episode, but. Well, I guess you know both have to watch a full thing. I, I'd have to watch a full episode again, but you know, sure. I get you know, I thought the cameraman issues on the, the 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 mobile ringside cam. I think they're still there. I don't whoever they have there, they they have to they have to they have to switch them around. They have to put sure. them on. I don't know, you know, flyer duty or something. Uh, it's it's not doing it. It 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 takes you out of it. it he's uh, sure. he doesn't have the eye for that. it. Let's put it that way. Um, but I uh, Derek Neal make showing up out of nowhere. You know, a long time uh, mm-hmm. Southern journeyman defeated Ashton Starr. Now I'm that's wondering. Big, in my opinion, that's an upset based on right. Yeah. Now here's the thing, though. Because I, yeah, I, I was able to catch... This is another match that I was able to catch. Ashton Starr's on a losing streak, isn't he? Like, in action. He, he's he been... Mm-hmm. He's been put in... Uh, in big matches, and he's been coming up short. And now he's like with Derek Neal. Not to take anything away from Derek Neal, but Derek Neal, you know, not exactly the top guy that you associate, you know, action wrestling with these days. He comes in, doesn't he beat, and he defeats him. I would not be surprised because commentary was sort of leaning a lot into intimate. These are because at least the cool thing with Uncharted, right, is that you do get storylines. You do get story building because they have 13 episodes to plan out. So commentary was leaning into, you know, how, you know, the fans, they love Ashton, you know, and he does it for the fans and so on and so forth. But Ashton Thar is on a losing streak. In the meantime, his pal AC Mack, he's on top of the world right now, you know? Yeah. So... I, I feel they might be setting some seeds here, and I'd be really interested to see a heel Ashton star because I think he could pull it off. I think it'd be really, I think it would be a very good way for him to like break the link that he always seems to have with AC Mac, you know? Just snap it, break the chain. And I think it'd give him a lot of room to grow. And as a performer as well, as a wrestler as well, have him try out some new things. You know, you don't always have to go with the flashy stuff. You don't have to do the explosive comebacks because you're not the baby face. I'd be into it. I'd be into a heel Ashton star. I think a lot of people would, honestly. And I know he played the regional heel when he went up to WWR Plus and beyond and all that stuff. But I think given the the chance to run full fledged down in south where he's you know notoriously loved and what you know, if he defects that. what if he defects to the north to the so north i'm expecting if it, it looks like you're going to get a showdown between alec price and ac mac for the iwtv title sure. teaser planted at uh during the beginning of episode one i expect uh ashton to cost uh, mac the title for price to win We'll see how it plays out, but that's my initial theory going into uh, based on some information off the first two episodes. I will also say I caught a gif of Tony Deppin. 
But did you catch a, some peanut a, butter? A yes. What you? Okay. Uh, yeah. A Jeff. A Jeff peanut a butter. I'm sorry. A, I don't. I does not. Uh, I'm called mm, Jeff. That because that's that's how it is. It's a G. It's a G, brother. Graphic, g g g graphic, g g gif. I, I the the G is silent. No, the G is very hard. It's strong. It's a hard, hard strong G. What's your take on ham? On who? Ham. My, my I love ham. Ham's fantastic. Uh, ham's disgusting. No 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 no. There will no be. Look, I can handle the the the. The 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 gift stuff, but you're not gonna sit here and start you know talking talking shit about speck ham and and black forest ham and serrano. No 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 no. There'll be none of that here. Smithfield hams. Do you know how long it takes to make a Smithfield Smithfield ham, Sean? Months. Months. It's a it's a multiple hundred dollar ham. It is a. It is a delicacy. Out in the fields of Virginia. Hmm. I'm very serious about my ham. Is that like your top meat ham? It's not my top meat, no. You I don't know think I got it, so I was wondering. No, but but I like I, I really like ham. I enjoy ham. I like cold All cuts. Right. I like Nice, warm, roasted ham. I like ham. Steam. So if you had the choice on Thanksgiving steamed to hams, serve I like ham or hams. turkey. I'm sorry. Who would you, on Thanksgiving, if you had the choice between turkey or ham. Mm. Oh, well, turkey. Go ham? No, no, no. You go oh, turkey. Oh, good, good, no, good, no, no, good, no, no, no. good. Like, come on. Let's not be stupid here. Because turkey's fantastic, too. And and honestly, I le- cooking a turkey is more fun than cooking a ham. Uh, taking care of a nice like 15 pound bird is a lot more fun than than a ham i'll give you that much yeah but i i will say so i saw a gif of tony depp and getting backfisted straight to heaven from a tank yeah he sold that backfist pretty good tony deppin was uh, uh tony tony deppin yeah, Tony Deppin is Tony Deppin. Just fantastic um, stuff coming in and screaming at the, the audience and just being himself. Um, yeah, I caught bits and pieces of the match. I wanted to rewatch the main event as well before coming in because that match was the main event. Um, but but again, th- thanks for nothing. Thanks for nothing, IWTV. Yeah, we're, look, at us, look at us bitching. Look at us bitching paying 10 bucks a month for like hundreds of hours of pro wrestling a week. And we're sitting here, and we didn't get our show on time. Mm. Mm. You're going to hear from us. But uh, I'm going to speak to the manager. About... But uh, yeah. really but really quickly, Adam Priest, two mm-hmm. things. Uh, did you want to move on to the weekend picks? or No, talk about Adam Priest. I would okay. love to hear your take. Uh, he's getting a push. He's getting the big push. He's gonna be. Uh, he's getting. He's gonna be something special. He's been. Uh, he's been more and more all over the place too. He's done the AEW stuff. Like you mentioned, he's gonna be on the next Terminus show. Uh, and uh, they're setting him up here. They're setting. A, they're setting him up for. Uh, for some big time stuff. So um, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what they're doing with it because I think he's great. I think he's. I think he. Um, and you know what? Here's the thing. 
AC Mack mm-hmm. might be the embodiment of the, you know, of Southeast, of the South, right? Because of mm-hmm. how he presents himself, so on and so forth. But Adam Priest just screams Georgia. You know what I mean? Like, there's nothing. And, and I don't mean this derisively. Like, it's it's who he is, right? So right. lean into your strengths. And it comes across fantastically. Like, he comes across as a wrestler, but he's more than a wrestler. He's very, very, he's very technically gifted. But I love what he does. And if he, if they're going to start pushing him more and more as a representative of the South Southern wrestling, fantastic choice. Right choice. My opinion is the right choice. I think, you know, you can see him. Jaden Newman's another good uh, representative, sure. I think. Um, maybe Derek Neal, whatever they're going to be doing with him. Um, Uncharted, he actually just had one of his final uh, his final match in uh, New South Pro Wrestling um, out over in Alabama. So mm-hmm. he's wanting to get out a little bit more um, there instead of being, you know, not tied down, but like just known over there. He wants to get more notoriety and sure. stuff like that so of course you got to um, go to the north to get over i heard i don't know if you heard this it's yeah i've way. heard that it's the only way you can get um, over spirit airline flights only <laughs> and um and they they shot an angle where uh matt mikowski uh, anakin's twin brother what gave marcus mathers <laughs> gave marcus mathers his uh his uh contract shot right and he said, here you go, like, because he's still injured. Mikowski is, is legitimately injured. He just had his surgery. To give us an update. Told it it went well, thankfully. We're glad he's on the mend. Hopefully he heals up good and proper because um, I miss him. I think he... I do too. He's, I do like the grizzly look that he has going on right now. No, absolutely. I kind of want him to continue that. So so he gave so he gave his shot to, to Marcus Mathers where he's like, go down there and bring the title back home is what he told him. So next week... Apparently, we're getting AC Mack and uh, Marcus. Marcus Mathers. You could you could do a lot of uh, continuing that impressive winning streak that that impressive uh, defense uh, title defense uh, role that uh, AC Mack is on. I mean, we went over the title defense numbers that you know all the previous champions had, but it just feels like he's defending it more. Yeah, like. I know, you know, Warhurst had that ridiculous 47, 49 defenses. But but it just feels like you're seeing more of the title. Because I think, look, here's the thing. I think, I you know, the action action wrestling push on IWTV has been, uh, has been l- bigger. I mm-hmm. think, uh, I think, ne- you know, PWI, Pro Wrestling Illustrated, has thrown their weight behind the independent wrestling title as well. And, you know... Right. I, you know, as much as people like to go, oh, poo-poo, uh, kayfabe magazine, poo-poo, whatever, uh, PWI is still a standard and it's still read by I more people it, in yeah. the industry than maybe you as a fan would like to uh, would like to admit. Um, so I, I think that uh, having that weight, having that title recognized as a world title as well, I think adds to the... Uh, uh, to the the shine that it's getting, I, I feel it's really a collection of things. Ultimately, I think it's AC Mac reestablishing the territory wars 
I think that's the, then it, then it becomes the crown jewel, right? Then it becomes which territory is best. It's the territory that has the IWTV belt, right? Then it becomes like the thing that all the, ter- that the, the territory owners want to, want to hang on to. It's the NWA world championship, right? So I'm, I dig it. I love this shit. I think it's great. It's things that we miss in wrestling. Is honestly probably the direction that the IWTV title was going to take if it wasn't for, uh, you know, COVID and everything. So it's nice to see them, you know, running back to that. And I'm excited to see almost like an expanded universe seeing, you know, the Mid South get some shine in the West, all that stuff. Um, it'll be just nice to see that the title be carried around a little bit more throughout the entire United States instead of just you know, focus on one half of the country. Agreed. But, you know, the fun doesn't stop. We have another uh, weekend of action and activities for us to uh, dig in and talk about. We're going to talk about first, Enjoy Wrestling's Renegade season finale. So this is the final episode of their short-formed series that they've ran on YouTube for free. Uh, We get Lee Moriarty versus Speedball Mike Bailey, which... Already. We're getting this for free. You You're don't have to pay free. for it. You can go to yes. the public library. You can go park in your in the local Taco Bell's parking lot and watch this match for free. You don't have to pay a dollar. You don't have to pay two dollars. You don't have to pay a penny. Zero. Uh, a big goose egg. You can just go on YouTube.com, type in Enjoy Wrestling, and it'll be there for you. Uh, to counter-program uh, the juggernaut known as the Mr. Warren Hay Show on uh, Thursdays. It's the only... it. Uh, it's Enjoy Wrestling is the only thing that gets my blessing on Thursday nights. It's the only, not, only not, thing. Not wrestling open. Nope. Just uh, enjoy. Just Which enjoy. Is, it's fair. Um, you know, their top-notch production, their audio, the in Everything's reactions, great. Everything worth, is great. It's worth it. It's it, it's uh, and did we ever put over commentary for this show? I, I think Bukini we talked about and Veda Scott. Just know, fantastic. They're fun, you know. Veda is taking her voice all over the independence. It's nice seeing her voice in you know countless promotions, uh, talking the action. She comes prepared. She she's my she knows favorite everything. commentator she sits down on the independence. Unquestionable. Everybody. I, I'm Learns with everybody. you. I, unquestionably. She has all her notes prepared. She knows all the feuds. She knows which matches happened recently. She's wrestled, When she's calling women's matches, she wrestled most of these women. She knows who these people are. And she, she sits brought up down. the history of her and Shaza as a tag Yeah. I, I heard their shimmer feud. I was like, well, you know, mm-hmm. I sort of turned on Shaza. I'm like, Jesus. That, okay. I mean, fantastic stuff. But then on top of that, like, she's not just show and tell. She knows the moves. She knows the names of the moves. Her commentary uh, play-by-play dudes sometimes don't. They'll they'll say, oh, and he gets drilled. Oh, you know. But then she'll just nicely, after after the guys calm down, say, what a great uh, Saito suplex. That, uh, there you go. She mm-hmm. brings she brings the knowledge. Veda Scott is, is the queen of... Uh, of independent wrestling commentary right now. No one is even close. And, and there's some very good women out there doing it. Don't get me wrong. Uh, you know, Denise is very good. Uh, uh, Sam Laterna, Alyssa. They're very good. But Veda, man, she's on a whole other planet. 
And don't forget, she still wrestles. And she so, still wrestles. You know, so book her to either commentate your show or wrestle on your show. Oh, she did why both not both? The LVAC show. She did both at the LVAC show. She commentated her own match. See? So just a little bit enjoyable there. We do also have an action wrestling show this wait, wait, uh, Saturday. Just real quickly, there's also MV yeah. Young versus JD Drake on that Enjoy show. All it's right. Gonna, also it, a, an excellent match here. It's going to be nuts. Like, it's going to be a great show. I'm excited. Yeah, and we'll we'll talk about that next week. We have our action show, uh, which is headlined by AC Mack versus Allen Angels for the IWTV Independent Wrestling Championship. Marcus Mathers versus Damian Tangra. Bobby Flacco, Dave and Brogan Finley versus The Skulk and Damian Turner. Hawks Airy versus uh, Jay Spade and Brady Pierce. Good uh, card here. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, Mathers and Damian Tangra. I'm sure AC Mack and Allen Angels will hit it out of the park again. They've had, you know, some lengthy matches and some history between the two in action wrestling. So it's nice to see them rekindle their feud here. Um, But yeah, I'm looking forward to Tangra and Mathers. And these are just the first few matches that have been announced. There's going to be more. So yeah, this will be good. And then... then, Oh, Go, go ahead. GCW Maniac, which is happening this Saturday, if I'm not mistaken. We didn't write down the date because we're dopes. Speedball Mike Bailey yeah. versus Master Slamovich. Um, the MVP of WrestleMania weekend versus the MVP period. It's going to be great. Bandito versus Nick Wayne, uh, which is also going to be... V- Nick Wayne, again, just continuing to... Rack up the experience with some of the best out there. This kid's blessed. Blake Christian versus uh, Kevin Blackwood. I'm excited for. Uh, Lufisto versus Dark Sheik. Wait, sorry, who's Joey Janela fighting? Uh, Drew Parker. Drew Parker. Interesting. Uh, Lufisto versus Dark Sh- Dark Sheik I'm, is also something to look forward to. Bussy versus the South Pacific Savages. I don't know how this one's going to turn out. If Jacob Fat 2 and Juicy Finale, they're going to get crushed, screamed, you know, left and right. It, it's going to be a fight. And uh, Biff Music is going to pick apart Jordan Oliver, God bless. And then an extreme scramble, not just a scramble, Sean, an extreme one. So it seems like from the past two shows, I've always thought, you know, you have the ultraviolet division which is more focused on your deathmatch stuff and you have this extreme title my thought of the extreme title make it some sort of like scramble uh title sure. and granted I, I feel like aj gray is too good for this role but i mean right now this is where we're seeing him uh placed in but and also interesting news effie's been calling out john moxley on twitter what uh, happened to the weekend what happened to the um what happened to the Jeff Jarrett thing? Because they were bringing that back, and now we yeah, got radio uh, I still think that's you know, he's Jarrett's been dodging him and hasn't been answering, so he's gonna focus on the next big thing. Yeah, but the, but they they did a vignette, like Jarrett, yeah. like I know Jarrett was dodging kayfabe, you know, but they like because mm-hmm. they shot a vignette, but now there's like there's there's nothing. Yeah, because Effie uh, never has gotten a response from Jarrett about the next match or not. My feeling is if they go to the route of Effie versus Moxley, Jared gives him his answer then, and then we see it during SummerSlam weekend in Nashville. 
Smart booking. I can get, okay, that makes sense to me. That makes sense to me. So those are our picks, at least for this weekend. Was there anything else you wanted to add on? Or I think that's pretty much it, right? That's pretty much it. I mean, the following weekend, it's a busy weekend. We'll get to that next weekend because there's so much stuff on, you know, even outside of Double or Nothing. Because we're getting a Double or Nothing Indies weekend. There's a bunch of people putting on shows. It's, you know, it's not as crazy as a WrestleMania week, but... uh you know, crazy enough. Yeah, we're going to have to clear our schedules. Um, so there you go. So there we have it, folks. There's another edition of uh, Hot Shakes and Hand Dogs that is in the can. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you liked it. Sean and I did. We always like doing this, talking about pro wrestling. Right, Sean? Yeah, I love talking about the pro wrestling with you, Warren, um, and making fun of you for your old age and your ham uh, knowledge. Oh, I have. Um, you you're, cannot. You're I'm like, very comfortable in my ham love. I'm very at ease with it. You can try. You think you're teasing me, but in fact, you're just. But you're okay with me. it now. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. You're just thinking about ham right now. Like if we had like a thought bubble, it's just uh, Smithfield ham. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Slowly curing for twenty eight days. <laughs> but yeah, what do you got going on, Warren? I don't know, Mr. Warren Hayshow. How about that? On Thursday, nine p.m. Eastern, uh, eight Central. I don't know. Might talk about Sasha Banks. <laughs> you know, if we're lucky, might even have uh, more uh, Kota Ibushi to talk about. Um, but no, obviously there's, there's look, you know, kidding, but there's a lot of layers to this Sasha Banks stuff and I'm excited to, to, to dive into it a little bit. Uh, you know, it's not just as, uh, it's not just as simple, uh, commentary as, uh, you go girl. It's not as simple as that. You know, I think there's layers to this and, um, and yeah, uh, you know, it's a testament to how WWE management sees its talent these days. Mm-hmm. Just going to put that out there. If you want the full thing, come on over on Thursday. If you're subscribed to this channel already, you'll get the notification. And I'm going to talk about Capital Collision that happened on Saturday, which was a pretty good New Japan show. We still got the Seemed best like Super Juniors really going show. up. What's that? Seemed like a really good show, too. Yeah, it's a pretty good uh, Honestly, yes. Uh, I enjoyed it tremendously. Some great matches on it. Got the best of Super Juniors going on right now. So I'm going to do start up a weekly recap on that as well. AEW Dynamite, the usual rigmarole, but uh, yeah, subscribe to the channel so that you never miss that, but that you never miss this as well. If you're on YouTube, give us a like, give us a subscription. If you're on your favorite podcast application, give us a a five-star review, a five-star rating, five stars in your eyes, create love in our heart. Please. That's the motto of the show now. Have a great week, everyone. We'll see you next time.